Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor and I'm joined here by Caden and we're going to be doing a quick but kind of um, a nice review episode on the Ip Man uh, movie franchise. There's four of these movies. Um, I fucking love these movies. I showed them to Caden. Um, we saw these like in totality a couple months ago, if not like a year ago now. Um, but they still kind of stick with you just because the fight scenes are so goddamn awesome. Um, the first Ip Man was made in 2008. The second If Man was made in 2010. The third If Man was made in 2015. And If Man 4, the finale, was made in 2019. Um, this is like one of the best martial arts franchises I think that's ever been released. Mm-hmm. Low key, the first one, or the second one, just because the, you know, the second one, the, we'll, we'll probably get more into the second yeah. one. But the first one, honestly, might be the best martial arts movie of all time. It's just the I've never seen a live action movie like choreographed like that movie is choreographed. Yeah. And especially like all four of them. That goes to say with all four. I've never seen a live action movies with the fight scenes that these movies have. Yes. And the, you touched on the first one there, and we're gonna kind of briefly go over each of these movies, like what we liked about them, what our favorite parts, our favorite fights. Um, but the first one, it's. And just so everyone knows, these are actually based on a real person um, who formed and created the form of uh, martial arts called Wing Chun. And this is a famous form um, for the past 60 to 70 years, probably almost 100 years now, probably longer. But he was a master of this form and he taught Bruce Lee. Exactly. He taught. If you know Bruce Lee, ever seen. was it what, Breath of the Dragon? Yeah, Breath, Breath of, of the Dragon, Dragon or something. That, honestly, like, that. like legit. Before you watch any of the Ip Man movies, I would very highly recommend you go watch Breath of the Dragon, and all of those movies, like the, all those movies in in uh, in totality. Those like any of those old Bruce Lee movies, you you really get to see what he you know what he's really capable of. And Bruce Lee was about that fucking life. He was about that life. And they kind of do touch on more of that. Uh, like Bruce Lee's upbringing and the backstory of It Man, more in the fourth one, but uh, yeah, the, I mean the first one, you know, going going into the uh, you know a wartime movie, kind of a, a touchy subject, and they really did portray it in a way where it was it was, I wouldn't say you know tastefully, but it was it was very well done. Yeah, no, if you guys didn't know out there, um, if you're not like a historian, like buff or like a nerd, um, the Japanese invaded the Chinese people during World War II. There was awful conditions, um, and in this one, it kind of shows Ip and his family. They, you know, actually had money. They had status. They had a title. Um, Ip was, you know, a kind of a well-known citizen, and he always is going to be. Um, but he was, you know, a founding member of that community of martial arts because he was better than every master that had a school in his local town. And in this first one, he, you know, it, it shows him during peace, and then it kind of transitions into that World War II stage of the Japanese holding, um, I, I guess, the Chinese people or occupying their territory and humiliating and making fun of and mocking their martial arts forms. And then there was a general. And this general is probably the, the sickest bat like yeah. villain in this whole franchise. Franchise. I can't remember his name, um, but he was just like his kick, his kick attacks. Like, like you said, the choreography for these fight scenes were insane. And each movie has kind of like this finale fight, and it, it is just sick. Um, he winds up 
to, to, to feed his family. He has to work at this coal mine. Some of his former students were working there with him, and then people were offered an opportunity to get some more food, but they had to fight um, Japanese soldiers and show you know Chinese martial arts versus Japanese martial arts, and the Japanese were welcoming it, but also kind of doing it for sport. And you know, Ip Man finds out that one of his students, former students, was killed um, mm-hmm. trying to, I guess, maintain his honor. He didn't even go to get food. I feel like he just went to, you know, let some of his anger out, exactly. and it failed. Or show that he had some sort of dignity, but he did. That is that is you know the mid movie, and I want to talk about the opener. The opener is fire, and you get to you get my words there. You get introduced to a new character, and uh, he comes in and he challenges everybody. Yeah, beats everybody, and then he goes in to go challenge it, man. And you know he's he's kind of like one of those guys like. Gonna go in there and try to humiliate everybody. And it man wasn't having none of it, bro. He got in there, finished the job, and didn't want anybody to even know about it. You yeah, know what I mean, he wanted to keep the wraps on it. You know, just to you know, he's a humble guy. He, he wants to do things. You know, wants to move quietly. And you know, I really respect it, man, and just the whole you know aura around his character and all. And uh, you might recognize the. The, the the guy who plays it man he was in the Star Wars the Star Wars uh, Rogue oh, One yeah Rogue One and he's also in John Wick Four his name mm-hmm. is Donnie Yen yeah um one of my favorite Asian actors probably of all time I think he's not only does he do all of his choreography fights and stuff but I feel like he actually gives a fuck about his characters that yeah. he plays mm-hmm. and you just they all just kind of hit different if you mm-hmm. watch Rogue One legend exactly if you watch Ip Man and any of them legend um. And then obviously I haven't seen John Wick 4 yet, but apparently he was a badass in that, so I'm excited for that. But um, the the character that you were just talking about, the guy that came in and just started beating all the masters, his name was Jin, um, played by Louis Fan, or Fan, um, apologize for butchering names, but the general's name uh, was Miura, and his he's played by Haruki Ikuchi. It, I, so I'm sorry, if, again, if I'm butchering your name, but great performance by everyone, and this is again like the origin um, movie to to start the franchise, and it, it did everything right. It, it set up the characters, it set up the story, and it also, you know, it had a great soundtrack, it had really good cinematography for the fight scenes, as well as just the regular cinematography of just like the aspect of how shitty um, the Japanese were treating the Chinese people, and, uh, you know, if you are a historian or in the history, you already know how awful the Chinese people got it in World War II. Um, but this movie kind of, it's kind of showing that hope side of things. Like, you, there's always hope, even in, uh, even, the, even in the shittiest situations, you can always have hope. But moving on to, like, the second Ip Man, um, this is where things are, they, like, pick up. Popping off, and this one is actually my favorite one. It's it's mostly just because of the boxer, uh, Mister Mister Miller. Mister Miller, I knew he had some badass name. I kind of just forgot it. But uh, yeah, this. I mean, honestly, the the attitude that he brings in, he comes in kind of like a you know a pompous you know asshole kind of you know once you know makes he's kind of the, the character that uh, with the intention of. You know, you have to hate him. It's it's like it, it kind of puts it in your mind that okay, this is the bad guy. You know immediately as soon as he gets on screen, you know that he's the bad guy. The way he carries himself, 
the way he talks to other people, and towards the end of the movie, you really get to see the, the development of this character, which is what I love the most about this movie, is the change in this character. And he is my favorite character throughout the entire franchise, just because of the development that they were able to squeeze in in such a short amount of time. You know, one movie, you saw someone come into the movie one way and leave the movie a completely different way. Yeah, Mr. Miller, a.k.a. Twister, um, is, a, is like kind of a Western boxer who comes in, insults Wing Chun, and just kills martial masters. arts. Yeah, he literally kills a guy in the fucking ring. And, you know, in the final fight, Ip Man has to not only avenge the master he that Twister killed, Chun, ha, Chun Nam, played by Samo Hung. Um, and, and, you know... You just got to think about, like you said, the development. He came in mocking the culture. Then he, you know, got fucking bested by Ip Man. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of had to respect it. because. And what Ip Man even said at the end of the movie, he's like, no matter what our differences, I would always hope that everyone would treat each other with respect and, like, dignity. You know, mm-hmm. like, everyone, no matter where you come from, you can be good at something and still respect the other person. And um, I thought that that was a really good message of the movie. And obviously, Mr. Twister was just a badass, some shredded boxer who was just out there throwing fucking haymakers. Scouser. He is a scouser. Um, but another thing about Ip Man in this movie is it just the cinematography just gets better with the choreography of the fight scenes, better and better throughout these movies. And I feel like that just comes with time. And then, I guess moving on to the third Ip Man, uh, made in 2015... This is one where Mike Tyson is in it, and this fight scene with him and Ip Man is just fucking awesome. If you like Mike Tyson, you'll like this. Um, this the story becomes a little lackluster in the final two, yeah. but um, the fight scenes are still what kind of make these movies. And um, Another thing I would like to just say about Ip Man's character is that he loved and genuinely cherished his wife. I mean, she was sick, you know, he had to feed her during these terrible times, um... And she always stood by him, even though, you know, he always went out and got hurt. Never a guarantee of him coming back. But what were your thoughts on the Mike Tyson fight and, you know, just the third Ip Man in general? Honestly, like, I'm not going to say this movie is a bad movie. Because I did like it. And I, you know, I'm a big combat sports fan. Seeing Mike Tyson on on the big screen was just, you know, it was big for me. Just, you know, I love Mike Tyson, you know, watching all of his highlights and everything like that. And, uh, you know, seeing him on the big screen fight It Man, yeah. you know, it's just crazy. But uh, this one is, like, right past the second one is when you start to see the quality of the movies decline. Yeah. I'm not going to say that, again, I'm not going to say they're bad movies, but they're not better than the first and second one. Yeah. But this third one was carried by the choreographed fights, and Mike Tyson's fight was fucking raw. It was. It was raw shit. It was only, like, a five-minute scene, but... Those it was five minutes carried the movie. It made the movie. It carried and the, movie. the the story becomes a little forgettable in three and four, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but yeah, no, Mike Tyson playing a character named Frank, kind of a mob boss over in that area in China. And He's a suit, wearing a suit, big ass, big ass dude wearing a suit, fighting a, fighting a guy, it's fucking Mike Tyson, bro. Like, how, what, do, what, else, what more could you want? I remember before the fight, he's like, I wonder what's faster, my fists or your kicks? Yeah. Or some shit, and then they just, dude, it was just so badass. Yeah, and like, they start brawling dude, each other. It was just so badass. He's punching like twenty different fucking windows. Like, mm-hmm. 
the shattering of the glass, the just, yeah. everything about it was just so badass, and one he of my would, favorite fight scenes, I think, of all time. He would miss and then, like, punch through a wall. Like that. Honestly, it just, it's the little things that can just carry a movie. Little aspects like that. And when you find, like, you find a movie that you, that you can really enjoy, and especially one that's kind of like a sleeper, like It Man, like, you talk to people a lot, they don't really know about It Man. No, they don't. And, you know, I'm not surprised when they don't know about It Man. You know, even before before you told me about it, I didn't know what the fuck It Man was. But uh, watching him now, it's like, okay, it's actually like really cool movies. Yeah, no, for for a little, not a little, but for, you know, for a portion of time, I feel like um, in the 2010s, this, these were probably the best, some of the best movies to come out, in my opinion. Just, just alone because of the, the, the action, the first two carry this franchise. Yeah, they do. Um, and make it so much better than, you know, maybe the... The final two movies actually are, but I guess moving on to the fourth movie, the the final one. This movie is kind of you know incredibly forgetful. It's extremely forgettable. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you do get to see the upbringing of Bruce Lee, played by Danny Chan, Kwok Kwan. Again, I apologize if I'm butchering names. Um, and I would also like to shout out the character Bob, played by Kent Chang. He's kind of like an OG cop in the like the last three of them. Um, but the main villain in this movie was, uh, played by Scott Atkins, Barton Geddes, uh, plays like a, a military, like Marine sergeant. Um, and Scott Atkins, let me just say one thing about Scott Atkins. This guy is like an action movie star. He's an accomplished actor. Like he, like, you know, he, he can't take helm of a movie, you know, that's just not what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, but let me just say this. He, he's been in a lot of really fun movies. Um, you know, may, maybe they're not all good, Yeah. but you know, American Assassin to, uh, he had like a trilogy on Netflix with, uh, Robert Nepper, the guy that plays T-Bag. He had, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he had, he had, he's, he's had some success. Um, this is probably his biggest, most predominant role. Um, and again, he plays this military kind of guy, Ip Man, and, and the, and, and it kind of shows in this, I don't know. Obviously, this is, like, from the perspective of the Chinese and, you know, their art. But in this, they had, like, the American military stationed over there. And they were exploiting the local town. Ip Man has to, like, defend exactly the town's honor. And he goes and battles and fights um, the drill sergeant at the end of the movie. Um, and it was really badass. The, the, I remember Scott Atkins. And one thing about Scott Atkins, he does all of his own stunts. Mm. He does all of his own shit. He can really do what you see on screen. Um... And I thought the best thing about his character was how fucking awesome his kicks were. Yeah. Like, he was doing some really acrobatic shit, and it just wasn't enough to take down Ip, obviously. But one thing about these movies is the the, the hill that Ip Man's climbing. Like, yeah. in every movie, like, he always, you know, he gets his, you know, there's a situation with his family, or a friend, or um, something that kind of brings him into these fights. And he does it not out of, you know, want, but necessity. And I feel like that's just probably the best motivator of all, rather than a guy like the like Barton, aka the the sergeant. Um, he's just doing it to take advantage of people. And then you obviously had Mr. Twister in the second one, who was doing it to mock and just to show that he's better. Exactly. And then you had in the first one another. And that's what, that's another thing: the competition yeah. aspect yeah. of this. And honestly, like you were talking about it, it's like it man doesn't usually start any of these fights, and which is what I like about all of them is. It's not some guy who's gonna go in there and like I'm the fucking baddest dude here. Like I, you know, I'm the, 
I'm the new fucking biggest dick in town. Like, you know, it's not that's not who It Man was. And you see a lot of, like, these one-man badass movies. They're all the same. They're all the same. Guy comes in there. I'm the fucking man. Yeah. It Man is just a guy who's fighting for what he thinks is right. Every single time he gets into any sort of conflict, he's doing it because of moral reasons. You know, he wouldn't be there if he didn't think... Like, if he wasn't fighting against what he thought was evil. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? No, he, had, he, had, he always had purpose, especially exactly. with his fights, but... Always justified. Um, I guess, moving into our rating here... Now, going back to our ratings overall of this franchise, what, what are your initial ratings out of 10? And what was, like... What would be, like, the one thing, Caden, that you recommend to everyone out there that hasn't seen these movies? Mm. Like, what's the draw? So, I'm, I'm gonna go... I'm going to go overall grade, and then second one, I'm going to go, yeah, one through four. Overall grade, I'm going to give it a, a B franchise, just because the last two movies, they mm. kind of just bring it down for me, but those first two movies, man, those are the yes. best, those are the best, single-handedly best combat movies I've maybe ever seen. They are amazing. Yes. I So out of ten, you said... I'm, oh, out of ten. Okay, yeah. my bad. I'm gonna give it a, a seven, seven point five, but uh, and then ranked one through four. I'm gonna go number two at uh, It Man number two at one, and then It Man number one at two, and It Man three at three, and then the the final one at four. Mm, okay, so I think I'll go with an eight out of ten okay. overall. Um, I think the first two are obviously the best, like you said. I go one, then two. And three, then four. Like, yeah. I think they're released in perfect order. Um, I, I just think the draw for these movies, if anyone out there has not seen them, is just the choreographed fight scenes. Like, they're the best I've ever seen in a live-action movie. Yeah. I, I You don't understand until you actually watch them. Yeah. Like, there's going to be dudes legitimately... And granted, flying. you know... Flying. Yeah, flying. <laughs> flying. But, like, granted, you know, you, there's some people... You know, it's obviously not realistic in totality, but... You know, the fact that they're putting a guy in a harness on a crane, he's doing yeah. a fucking spin kick, and it's just so fucking cool. Like, how do you not like some cool-ass shit like that? It's like Transformers. You it know is. What I mean? like, you're not expecting some cars to turn into some big-ass robots. You're not expecting some dude to fly through doing ten kicks and while he's in the air and one jump. But it happens, and it's cool. You know, yeah. you have to accept it for what it is. And I think it's really cool that this still kind of showed the whole Wing Chun um, fighting style. It still, yeah. like, gave... Um, camaraderie to the legacy of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wasn't... Um, it's still not forgotten, you know? Exactly. It's, it's pretty obvious well, like how big of an impact Ip Man was on the community. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was a real person and, like, he, he was able to get four fucking movies. Like, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But um, what was your main draw? You never answered that. My main draw to the movie was the, the fight scenes. On, like, before I even watched the first one. So I watched the first one and I didn't watch any of the rest ones. Mm. And then then when I went over back with you, we watched the first one to the fourth one. Yeah. And uh, when I watched the first one with my brother Brady, it was you know, it was kind of hard because at the start, I wasn't really expecting like what, what was really going to happen. Yeah. So, and Brady didn't tell me anything about the movie either. So I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid. You know what I mean? And then when it really got into it, I was I was loving it. And I didn't even know there was any other. I thought it was just It Man, and then there was no more It Mans. Like, I had no idea there was two through four. And then uh, when you told me that there was more, I immediately had to watch, you know, one through four again. But uh, 
main draw had to be the combat scenes. Yeah. But for no, you? The, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that, I, like I said, the, the fight scenes and the choreography for them, just the practice that it probably took. Yeah. I mean, the amount of takes it probably took to get those shots right. Um, especially the table scene in the second one. Remember yeah, the, the table? table. Oh, the table scene is fire as fuck with the chairs? Yeah. That and, shit's fire. And, and, I mean, there's so many scenes in this franchise, in these four movies, that you're going to be like, holy crap. I mean, they are, like, one of ones. They are. And you just don't see those that much. And, you know, I, I hope that, you know, we get to see more action, like, we saw an Ip Man exactly, and some yeah. more movies coming out, but, mm. you know, I just feel like these are kind of just going to have their own place in time and history, and, mm. you know, if you're in the fights, if you're in an anime, I think you would love these movies. Yeah, give um, it a shot. You gotta give these movies a shot, at least the first one. If the first one doesn't captivate you, then, you know what, you can turn them off, but mm. uh, I promise that won't be the case. But, uh, anything else you wanted to add, Caden? No, not really. Perfect time to, to wrap this one up, and we really appreciate everyone for tuning into this review of the Ip Man uh, franchise. Uh, again, we didn't want to do like too much of a spoiler review because, you know, if you spoil these movies like before you actually see them, I, I feel like they won't be as impactful. I feel like that goes with any movie, but especially with, with these because the story is absolutely insane and kind of beautiful when you take a step back. But um, again, thank you guys for tuning in to Tea Time Reports. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Tea Time Reports. And uh, we, we appreciate all the support and uh, take care.